Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm glad you guys are here. Today is Tuesday, June 15th, and I am on the road right now. I am coming to you from the home of my wonderful friends here in Lee Summit, Missouri. We've had a wonderful couple of days just kind of regrouping and planning and just getting a little bit of respite before we head to the Iowa Convention, and that's where we're headed. But in the meantime, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a shot in the arm because I know how important it is that we guard our hearts. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. You guys know by now that I am running for the House of Representatives representing Washington State's 3rd Congressional District. Listen, my voice in the United States Congress is a voice for the nation. And so if you're interested in helping me get to Congress, we have a massive fundraising deadline. It's coming up on June 30th. Please donate. You can become a volunteer as part of our local team. Or if you're located in different parts of the country, you can volunteer as a prayer warrior or you can volunteer to just help us out financially We need those contributions. Again, a big fundraising deadline coming up on June 30th. You guys can find out more information and you can get involved at HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. This ad was paid for by friends of Heidi St. John. So lots going on. Uh, I'm getting close to wrapping up my trip out here. My goodness. Want to let you guys know I'm headed right now to Homeschool Iowa. That is this weekend at Grandview University in Des Moines. So I'm looking forward to seeing all of my Iowa friends there. The theme this year is We Will Reap from Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. And there's still time to join us. You can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events for more information, or you can visit homeschooliowa.org and just click on the schedule. You guys, they've got a jam-packed schedule. And on Friday morning, this Friday, I'm going to be giving the opening keynote. I'll be talking about becoming mom strong, which really is my admonition to all of you that you are on a battlefield and this is a battle and there are warriors are needed and we need you guys to head off the sidelines and onto the front lines. And so Becoming Mom Strong, that will be the keynote address that I will be giving uh, in the arena in the Wellness Center on the first floor starting at 8.15 in the morning on Friday. So I want you guys to come on out. So encouraging just to see what God is doing. I want you to be encouraged. Thank you to Amanda from Wisconsin for supporting this this ministry financially. I want to remind you guys, this is largely a listener-supported ministry. And if you are interested in supporting it, you can support the Heidi St. John podcast. I'll link back to it in the show notes today. You can also support the work that we are doing through the nonprofit organization that is Firmly Planted Family. And you can find more about that at firmlyplantedfamily.org. Couple of other things. So I've been talking about this for a little while. Uh, But you guys have heard me talk about my love for the Institute for Excellence in Writing, written by my dear friend, Andrew Pudua. He's been a guest on the show many, many times. And uh, I just so love their ministry, their organization, and their curriculum. And we're still using it with our youngest, and we've enjoyed it so much. As a matter of fact, I often get questions about our curriculum choices, and IEW is always a staple in my house. And so I wanted you to know that they are offering a free writing conference. Are you guys ready? Write this down, brand new homeschoolers, those of you who have been at it for a while, June 26th. So it's coming up. It's online and anyone can participate. And so if you're homeschooling or even thinking about homeschooling, I want to encourage you to sign up. Go to IEW.com forward slash Heidi 
for more information. The Bible teaches us in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, to guard our heart. It says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. And I wrote in Prayers for the Battlefield. Again, I'm going to be reading to you guys a little bit from Prayers for the Battlefield. And I wrote about our daughter, Sydney, and she has a pretty severe allergy. And we discovered it when she was about two years old after a Christmas cookie caused a colorful rash to appear all over her torso and her throat. And her breathing wasn't affected, but the rash was kind of alarming. So we took her to urgent care just to be safe. They told us that she had a sensitivity to something in the cookie. Great. 250 bucks to tell us what we obviously already knew. The trouble was there were a lot of things in the cookie and we'd never seen a reactive food before. Was it the food coloring, the pecans, the gluten? Nobody knew for sure, but the doctor issued a play it safe warning as we left his office that evening. And he said her first reaction might be just the beginning. He told us that she might have a more serious reaction if she ever were to be exposed again. So he said, watch what she eats because the reaction time gets faster as the allergy progresses. Now, listen. We have seven children, and it's a lot of work, not to mention nearly impossible, to watch everything that a child is eating. And until you know how high the stakes are, you may not be that concerned. And that's where we were. At first, we didn't really take the warning too seriously. I mean, how bad could it really get, right? And so as you guys might have guessed, my lazy, complacent approach to Sydney's allergy backfired. Two months later, she reacted to a single bite of a caramel pecan ice cream. And within five minutes of ingesting the ice cream, her entire body was covered in hives. A few minutes later, she started throwing up. Then she couldn't breathe. She was in trouble. And fortunately, we lived just two minutes from a major hospital. So I called them as we were pulling out of our driveway and the medical team met us in the parking lot where she was given oxygen and two shots of epinephrine. And those shots, you guys, they saved her life. And suddenly, the $250 that we paid for the initial warning seemed like pocket change. We would have paid $250 million to save her life. I was willing to do whatever it took to keep this from happening again. Just one major reaction was enough to teach me a very powerful lesson. This is the lesson. Warnings matter. Warnings matter. They matter in the hearts of our children. They matter in our government. They matter in our walk with God. They matter in our churches. And all through the word of God, we are warned about the spiritual implications of not guarding our hearts. And in fact, Solomon said that the heart sets the course for our entire life. A heart is worth protecting. It's valuable. And Solomon made a pretty sweeping statement in his exhortation. He said that the heart was worth guarding, quote, above all else. Bam. You guys noticing the massive onslaught of the LGBTQ stuff in the month of June? I'm thinking a lot about, you know, you can't get a Twix bar now or Skittles without having this agenda shoved in your face. Why? Because it matters. These people trying to change the course of how we feel about what God says is harmful and we're trying to change the heart. And the Bible says that the heart is the source of everything that we do. Our thoughts and intentions from our heart, they flow into words and words flow into actions and actions flow into life altering consequences. And so if our heart is unhealthy, it affects everything around us. It affects our marriage, our parenting, our career, our ministry, even our legacy. Just ask Solomon. He knew all about that, right? 
Our children are greatly affected by our decision to guard our hearts or our decision not to. And we must guard ourselves against sin, against wrong priorities, and even our desire to direct our own lives. So I'm going to encourage you today, don't let laziness turn your legacy into a liability. Don't wait until you're on your way to a spiritual emergency room to decide that your heart is worth protecting. Don't be lazy about protecting your heart. God says that it's worth protecting. And that means it's worth protecting in the lives of our children. It it should matter to you guys what they're watching on television. It should matter to you what they're listening to on the radio or the company that they keep. The Bible tells us that bad company corrupts good character. And I get letters all the time from moms who are saying, I just, you know, my kids are all little and I see the things that are happening around me and I just don't know what to do. And so I'm going to encourage you by kind of by proxy to day and put myself back into having a bunch of kids. So if you had five kids that were all 10 and under and you're working at guarding your heart and you, and you see the battle raging around you, the Bible teaches us that we are to love our neighbor as ourself. Loving our neighbor is the directive of a good citizen. So it starts with guarding your heart. And then we start looking outside of our home, right? We raise our arrows to follow the Lord. And but by the way, you guys, the most important thing you'll ever do, raising your arrows to be proactive on the battlefield. This is the very definition of getting off the bench. And so I want to give you a couple of things today for those of you who are listening. The, my first you know, exhortation, guard your heart above all else. It's the wellspring of life because from it, everything else flows out. And then outside of that, I'm going to encourage you because I've been raising seven children for 30 years. I can tell you that uh, there are seasons for you to be very active outside your home and there are seasons that that just isn't feasible. It's not plausible that your focus should be on the hearts and minds of your children. But that doesn't mean that you don't get engaged. It doesn't mean that you get off of the field. There's just, you're going to take a different role. So if you're taking some notes, here's a couple of things I want to just encourage you. The first thing, obviously, consistent prayer. Be consistent in what God would have you do. Consistently saying, Lord, show me what you want me to do and then help me to obey. Show me the hearts of my children. Impress it upon my heart if there are areas of my life that are not pleasing to you. Another thing you can do is you can email and call your representatives or senators. You guys, critical race theory is going to hurt our nation. It's going to set us back 200 years or maybe even farther because we're going to be even angrier at each other. And you need to stand against it. And you can email and call your representatives about that. You can call them about what's happening in the nation right now. You can write letters with your kids and you can thank our public officials for their service. I wonder how many police officers are getting thank you notes right now from kids. Wouldn't that be something? Send your, you know, sit down with your kids and say, hey, you know, if you guys are lucky enough to have a great senator or a great congresswoman or a wonderful governor, send them a letter and say, thank you. All of our kids sent letters to President Trump over the years. And we thanked him for what he was doing. We appreciated his public policy. As I've said many times, you know, his his policy, his agenda items, the best that our country has seen in a hundred years. And when you see them doing something good, teach your children how to write thank you notes and how important it is uh, that we have good people in office. Go and visit the offices of your public officials. You guys, these are your offices. Your tax dollars are paying for it. So take your kids with you and then uh, train your children. I think sometimes we, especially when our children are young, we are thinking to ourselves, well, it doesn't really matter, right? Maybe it's not that big of a deal. 
that I teach my children civics or whatever, or you feel like your kids are going to be little forever. And so the times that they're little, you just kind of ignore what's going on and you don't teach them to be engaged and they don't understand what's happening. You guys, this, the period of time that you have your children at home is not that long in the grand scheme of things. And I can tell you right now, most of my, my children are grown. It just went by in a flash. So teach your children civics. Teach them what it means to be a good citizen. When I was in school, this was required. We learned how to be good citizens. We we were taught that the police were our friends. <laughs> and thank you to the firefighters and the doctors and nurses. We're in a really upside down culture right now. And we're elevating what sh- what we shouldn't elevate. You know, drag queens and, and social justice warriors and people who are burning down our cities. We need to teach our children what it means to be a good citizen. Teach them civics. Use an accurate worldview curriculum or U.S. history curriculum. My friend Linda Hobar is coming on on Friday. She is the author of Mystery of History, and you guys are going to love her. She's going to be talking about socialism, and we're going we're gonna to be talking to you guys about why you need to teach your children. It's never been more important than it is right now. Take your kids to patriotic events, you know, parades and things like that. Take them out to these things. Part of the agenda of Marxism and socialism in the nation is to remove patriotism. They have to do that in order to implement their wicked agenda. They have to make our, our, our children hate the country, hate the founders, uh, misunderstand the importance of it, and that's what they're doing. So take your kids to these events. Find out what's going on around you. Do you guys have Lincoln Day dinners? Are you doing, you know, is there a, a parade? What are you doing for the 4th of July? You know, talk to your children about the national anthem. And, you know, I'm the girl that cries when the national anthem is played. I love this country. Why? Because I recognize it's one of the most beautiful gifts that God has ever given to people on the face of the earth. This freedom that we enjoy that is being uh, really stolen from us, for lack of a better word. And it's not, well, it's not even being stolen. We're giving it away. And it's so important that we understand what we're up against and teach our children that this country was founded on Christian principles, Judeo-Christian principles. Did you know that socialism mocks religion openly? Karl Marx said that religion is the opium of the people. And Lenin, remember, he's the founder of the Soviet Union, said that religion is opium for the people. Religion is a sort of spiritual booze in which the slaves of capital drown their human image, their demand for a life more or less worthy of man. You guys, may God protect America from socialism. And we should be praying with our kids. And that's the next thing. Pray with your children every single day. Pray with them. You know, ask them what's on their heart. We do that almost every morning. We try to uh, with our children. We say, what do you guys want to pray about? What's on your heart? And then we sit around as a family. We read a little bit in the word of God. And then we take those requests to the Lord. So it's so important. All right. Uh, Take your kids door knocking for good candidates. For goodness sake, you guys. People love to to see your kids coming to the door with you. This is what I did with my granddad uh, for Ronald Reagan. He took me door knocking for Reagan, and I learned all about him. By the way, we just ordered Ronald Reagan's biography from YWAM. We're going to be reading that. We're going to be reading that to our kids because I told you the other day that my ten year old didn't know who Reagan was, and all the rest of my kids were like, "Whoa, mom, you blew it." 
<laughs> you don't, Sailor doesn't know who Reagan is. And I was like, okay, rectify that problem immediately. So we're reading his biography here pretty quick. As soon as we finish William Wilberforce, we're reading that one. But watch movies, read books that tell stories of our military and national heroes and why this country is such an amazing place. Read Huckleberry Finn to your children so they can understand where we've come from. Was this nation perfect at its founding? No. But we've been working toward becoming a more free and more wonderful nation since the day that we were born. With all of our flaws and all of our mistakes, this is still the most wonderful nation, the most wonderful place on the face of the earth. Teach your children about different government structures so that they understand why ours is successful. This is something I'll be talking to Linda about when uh, she comes on Thursday and Friday. Teach them about why our constitution sets us apart from every other system of government on the face of the earth. It's important. Uh, We have something here called a separation of powers, and it limits the, the powers to three branches of government. Wow, you guys, these are important things, and our kids need to understand that we have an amazing country, and it's worth defending, and it's worth understanding. So study the Constitution with them. There are lots of places for you guys to go to do that. You know that I'm a huge fan of Rick Green and his Constitution Alive course. You can become a coach for the Constitution. There are all kinds of things that you can do while your children are little to get off the bench and onto the battlefield. And it's never been more important than it is right now. You guys, don't let this season of life bench you. There are always ways to be involved in the battle. You don't have to leave your home to do it if, if you're raising children or there's a reason why you can't actually get out there and do the thing. Ask the Lord to show you. Writing letters, emailing, teaching your children and your grandchildren, you know, starting a Constitution Alive class. They're free, you guys, at constitutioncoach.com. These are free, and you can be a part of something big that God is doing. I want to thank you guys so much for listening to the show. It's a blessing to me that you are listening, that you're telling your friends about it, that you're sharing this on social media. There are a lot of things going on in my life that I can't share right now. And eventually I hope to in the next couple of weeks, be able to share, but we, we need your prayers and uh, I'll leave it at that. We, we need your prayers more than we've ever needed them. The spiritual battle is real. The stakes are high. The hour is late and God has called our family to the front lines and uh, it's an honor and a privilege. And we counted the cost before we made the decision to run for Congress And we are keeping a lot of things going. So the Homeschool Resource Center, God is using that. We're blessing uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of families there. That's a wonderful thing. You guys can find out more about that at fphrc.org. You can find out about Mom Strong International. It's a great way for you to support this ministry is just by signing up to be a member of that Bible study community. It's about $8 and some change every month. And we're changing lives by instructing our young mothers and grandmothers and anyone who has influence in the life of a child, or if you just want to know the word of God more, you don't have to be a mother. Join me for that Bible study at momstronginternational.com. We love you guys. We're so thankful for you. Thank you for your prayers and your financial support. And more than anything, we just thank you for coming alongside us and praying with us at this season of life and praying for our nation. God is still at work and he is doing something. Don't get discouraged. Don't give up. And I'll see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.